Tub Talk is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. Email us at tubtalk at cageclub.me with questions, criticisms, riddles, trivia, dating advice, cryptozoology, ideas for future episodes, and more. Head over to cageclub.me to check out other shows and email us tubtalk at cageclub.me. Welcome back to episode four of Tub Talk, 1980-1999. Top 100 songs each. Matt, ALCS update, please. Top of the sixth inning. Two on, two out. Two, two, two and one. Game one. From Joe Kelly to... Two. What's his name? Carlos Correa. Two. Hindsight, three and one. Uh, yeah, tight game. Tight ball game in Fenway. Tight. Up here now, number 40 for Mans. The only... Only appearance by this band on this list, which I sort of surprised me. Maybe it's just maybe it's a little too obvious. I don't know, but Sublime mm. with Seed. Yeah, this is a band that I I, song rules. I loved as a kid. Yeah, they haven't aged terribly well. Otherwise, there's no effects. No, but this is a really good song. Um, this is one of the songs I think that is that is aged very well. Pool Shark was on my list, but it did not make it. We haven't given man's shit for this artist in. A couple hours. So up next, Chris Cornell <laughs> preaching the end of the world. I wonder what the. I wonder if Mance's Chris Cornell or Matt's REM, like Michael Stipe, is like which is which is greater. I, I mean, basically, I respect like, Matt's love of Michael Stipe. I don't feel like I get that respect back. Look, I'm a huge Soundgarden fan, but I, you know, I don't think Chris Cornell. If you were if you were talking about trying to shove seven Soundgarden songs on this list, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But all this ancillary fucking like Chris Cornell this is, solo. Is there any audio slave on your other one? No. This is a this is a beautiful, great song. The song is so good that they made a movie <laughs> after the song. What? Yeah. You, there, you tell me you you have you a song called Gone Reaching with the, the End of the World? I've yeah. never no. I've no seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was based on a newspaper article. Yeah, but the, they named the the out the movie after the lyric in the song. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll have you know that there is also a song called Feeling Minnesota, and I think that that is also based on a Soundgarden lyric. And that's a Keanu Reeves Cameron Diaz movie that is that's goddamn right. dog and, shit. And, and Vincent, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. It's like a post-Tarantino, like, hey, we're criminals like that are witty, like, let's make a movie, but they're... I, I love this song because it's about facing the apocalypse and just wanting somebody to be there with you. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Yeah. Real Cornell. Next up, a song that I cannot say the it name of. fell on Black Days. Most Mr. N-Word. <laughs> Thanks, Wait, it's Joey. called Mr. N-Word? Yes, that's, yes, yes and that's no. the verbatim... <laughs> that is the verbatim name of the song. Um, yeah, this is Most Def and Q-Tip. Uh, I think Black on Both Sides is, is another criminally underrated album. Um, this song in particular could, is just as relevant now as it was back in 98, I think, was when this album came out. Um, it's got a killer beat. Most is on point. Uh, Q-tips on point. Next up on your list, Mance. Number 37. We talked about this band before. The Smiths. Reel around the fountain. Yeah, I kind of hate Morrissey. But. Um, but this is... I like this song because it's outward focused. Like most of Morrissey's stuff is about himself. And I like this song because it's just a really sweet... Love song. It's a beautiful song. I love the, the sentiment in the chorus. 15 minutes with you. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's just a pretty jangly song. I love Morrissey. He is like a, you would. a, a racist piece of garbage, though. Yeah. 
but you know. Yes, I didn't do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. he called Chinese people a subspecies of human. Yeah, Boris is a fucked up guy. Yeah, he's garbage. Plus, there's all that England for the English shit that he's always doing. So he's a Brexit guy. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine. I'd imagine. Last song in Mance's Little Batch, Temple of the Dog, say hello to... No kidding. Mance's Little Batch. <laughs> Temple of the Dog, no kidding. Yeah, more Chris Cornell. So this is one Not of the... Not the fucking Temple of the Dog song. Not the one you, that you know. This is... <laughs> He's high-running us. Yeah. Yeah, I go for the deep cuts. This song is is about the uh, Andrew... What's Andy Wood. Andy, Andy Wood, yeah. The, the mother love bone <laughs> guy. What did you say? Andrew Cornette, the serial killer. <laughs> Very strange. Um, Killed Versace. <laughs> I think one of one of the reasons uh, I love Cornell is because he can he can do a bunch of different things. He can be a metal singer, he could be a grunge singer, and he could be an incredible blues singer like he is on this song. There we go. More love from Mance for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's somewhat even Mance. It's not even the last one. There's, there's like five more. <laughs> there's more coming. Yeah, we haven't hit any of my Soundgarden songs. <laughs> Jesus. Our there's second only been two songs so far. Our second. You're Sonny going to name him Chris. <laughs> Our second Michael Jackson Chris song. <laughs> second Michael Jackson song, The Way You Make Me Feel. Number hey, 40. Yo. Bob's Last, number 40. Great video. Yeah. That song that just really. Uh... This is my favorite Michael Jackson song when I was a kid. Uh, and I, I, don't, I think it's aged perfectly. Um, what can you say about Michael Jackson that hasn't been said by every other person? Um, I don't know if you ever come up with something, because I've got three more times to talk about Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. Plus this one. He sure didn't have sex with those kids. <laughs> You've really turned me around on this. <laughs> <laughs> I now believe that Michael Jackson is innocent of all <laughs> In spite of what they found at his estate after his death. <laughs> Next up, twelve angry, twelve angry boys. A band I don't know. The Diggable Planets. Re- oh, yeah. Rebirth of Slick. Rebirth of Slick. Yeah. In parentheses, cool like that. I love this song. Yeah, this is a very, mm-hmm. very relaxed song that is. Uh, uh, I don't know. It just has a vibe to it. Um, used successfully in the soundtrack to David Simon's show "Show Me a Hero." Oh. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Really? Shout out Winona Ryder. That's right, yeah. Winona Ryder. The weak link. <laughs> I like to call Shout him. out fucking, uh, uh... Oscar Isaac? Fucking Jim Belushi. <laughs> he fucking rocked that <laughs> shit on that show. Yeah, but this song, this song is great, and it is, uh... I know this song. Yeah. yeah I didn't know this was the band or the name of the song. Mm-hmm. This is another, and I feel like this is an era and style of hip-hop that, is, that people <coughs> don't talk about. Yeah, and, the and native tongues. That it's like very, uh, I don't know, worth listening to. It's, it's, you can put it on in any situation, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's like great to listen to. Cool. Uh, moving next. along something that's not like that. The next all. song, the second and final appearance by this band on this list, Protect Your Neck, Wu-Tang Clan. Does anybody have any updates on who their favorite Wu-Tang member is since the last time we talked about this? Uh, like I had this on my list before I changed it to the other one. I'd like to change my answer to Inspect a Deck. Ooh. I'm lying. That's not, no. You That's nobody's it. favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He... I don't know. Yeah. I feel, I feel like he probably could have had an awesome solo album. Maybe he does have an awesome solo album. And I've just never given him the time to... 
to look into it. Didn't we quiz Rollins on how many Wu-Tang members he knew? Was it comically low or, like, surprisingly high? No, it was low. <laughs> he <What>? said who? <laughs> Wu-Tang? I, I think he might have only gotten Method Man. That's pretty weak. Only because we were saying, like, you should probably be able to get, like, even, like, right. most people can know, ODB, like, four or five. Yeah. And he just knew Method Man. And then he said Red Man, and everyone booed him. <laughs> no, he might have actually guessed Red Man. I mean, it's not Wu-Tang Clan, though. Right, I know. Now that I come to think about it, he might have guessed Red Man. Red Man, uh, Yellow Man. <laughs> this is, this is a, this is a Batman. great Batman. I think maybe the classic from this album, I, uh, what, what do you... What's the classic from this album? The song Method Man is also a classic. From yeah, this Cream. Album. Cream, sure. Maybe that, maybe Cream is probably the Probably Cream. Probably That's cream. like the classic lyric. Yeah. At least. Next song is the second and final appearance by this band. Again, what probably in many ways. 37. 37. No, 37. Probably the opposite of Wu-Tang. Like, just how Diggable Planets is the opposite of Wu-Tang. This is the opposite in a different way. Oasis, Slide Away, off Definitely Maybe. Um, I think that this is on Oasis' first album, and it gets overshadowed for sure by the hits from that album, like Live Forever, Rock and Roll Star, and uh, Supersonic, I think is the other hit from that album, and, and I think that this is the best song that Oasis has ever, has ever made. And there is also an excellent acoustic version that is just Noel singing which an interesting thing that you can do with Oasis is you can find most of their songs with just Noel singing instead of instead of Liam and most of them are just as good maybe this is not the, the, the I, I don't know this next song is a song that we talked about before it was on Mance's list yeah yeah the sexiest song ever written maybe Mance's I, star I want to hold the hand inside you Right? That's that the, first, that's the first line. Is that a metaphor? I think it's like, I think you can take it. I think it's a stink, you could stink fist it if you want. Uh, but I think it's more like, it's more like I want to like I touch your soul. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> Yeah, um, Mazzy Star is great. They're, yeah. they're just, they're one of those bands that like, if there were any justice in the world, they would be much, much more famous than they are. You know they put out an EP this year? Really? It's pretty good. It's only four songs, but it's good. I should, I should, I should listen to that. Yeah, you should. Um, is that it for this this batch for me? Yes. But Matt is peeing. You can hear him pee, probably. And here we are for Matt's top forty songs of the '80s and the '90s. Number forty. Accidentally played it before while we were eating dinner in between episodes. Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. Yeah, you don't fuck with this song. I mean, like it's just a. Uh... This was this was on that drive up to Yankee Stadium where I was hit calling ass up the turnpike. This shit came on drive for you. loud as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this was one that like when when you're putting this, the list together early, you're like, all right. Think about the classic like yeah. Sledgehammer is probably out there somewhere. And I listened to it thinking like, all right, let's determine how far down the list it is. And I listened to it, and I'm like, you know what? That, yeah, this song is this could be like top twenty five possible. Like it's just it's just fucking awesome. Here we sit at forty, which I I, I regret not putting this on my list. This would probably yeah, it's just it smacks. I would not bump off the Cheers theme for it though. It's I would would replace something else. Yeah, it's not on either of your lists. No, No, I I but I just I didn't think of it. It's it probably would be. Bob, is there any version of your list that does not have the Cheers theme on it? Yeah, the one that had all I want for Christmas is you. 
was like that was originally the song 100, and then I uh, and then I was like watching TV and Cheers came on and I was just like that's it, bang, my head exploded. There we go. I like I like the Cheers theme as 100. I think that was the right the right call. <clears throat> All right, next song is another pavement song. Cut your hair. Just the one. That time. And well, my favorite thing about this is that like during the golden age of Sports Center, when they would have those yeah. songs that yeah. were like, kind yeah. of yeah. like indie hits, but like but recorded by like the little Sports Center like house yeah. band, yeah. Little, like playout music. Yep. There was very clearly a version of this yeah. on Sports Center, like every other episode. They also had about a, the commercial. There was a Smells Like Teen Spirit yeah. version too. Yeah. And it just like that just was what it was. No one ever like, yeah. gave a shit about that. It was never mentioned. Back in the good old, uh, back in the good old sports center days, man. Kenny Mayne days. We're revisiting once again my favorite album. Yeah. I think this is my Probably. last week. Okay, computer. My last one. Radiohead. My last Radiohead song, I believe. Radiohead will come back a few more times, at least. Yeah, for y'all. Yeah, that's it for me. And like again. Doesn't mean it's my favorite, but it's just very good. Has a lot of very good, like the thing. The reason I wound up putting this one on is because it has a lot of very good parts. Like there's, there's like three different parts to this song. They're all really cool. Well, each one like, is that <laughs> more about that later with radio? I think. Is that true or is that not true? You think of Paranoid Android? Because Paranoid Android is like the. Well, I had song. that on here first. And I replaced it with this because. For a minute there, I lost myself. Is, is mm-hmm. one of my favorite lyrics. Can I say also um, like live? Yeah. I, like I've seen him, and, and I know that you have too. Like I've seen him just do that. Sure few for a minute there, I've lost myself. Yeah. Like they'll finish the whole, just him singing and the whole crowd singing. Sing yeah. And it's like it's like one of those in concert moments. And the rest of the band leaves the stage, and just Tom and you and just everybody singing oh, to yeah. that. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And you can like feel your blood going yeah. into your. Uh, it's a great. It's a great line. Of that <laughs> great all-time line of this of this yeah. span of time we're talking about. Yeah. Next up, the first Fuck iteration, yeah. but not the last, of this band, Metallica: Seek and Destroy. Nice. Kill them all. The only Metallica album I like. This may. This is my favorite Metallica album. Yeah. And because this may also rules. like depending like on whiplash. <laughs> yeah. So th- this whole album uh, is is awesome, and I would also possibly open a song. Remember we were talking about like. What would open a one-minute YouTube video called "Music from the 1980s"? Yeah. Like, if this was about maybe like metal, like that that opening riff may be the one that I would say that's the riff of the 80s. Is battery on this <clears throat> album, or is no. that a Master of Metal? No. That's that's. Uh, is that on Injustice for All? Maybe. Yeah, batteries is Injustice. It's the first song on, on there. This album rules because it's basically a Megadeth album. Ha! <laughs> because it's Dave Mustaine on guitar and vocals. So then, before he got kicked out of the band. Yep, yeah, no, nah, but see, but no, like more like like Peace or uh, uh, Killings My Business is like a Metallica album. I think it's more accurate because like this shit doesn't really sound like Megadeth. You know what I mean? Like they, like like Dave Mustaine was the guitar player, but like where he took Megadeth was pretty different. Like it's way way faster than this shit. Metallica was uh, I don't know heavier maybe. Not as technical, just like a, just like more like beer drinking music than than Davis Dane was doing. Even though Davis Dane was drinking the most beer out of all of them. Anyway, I fucking love this song. Next up, last in Matt's grouping right here, Tom Petty, The Heartbreakers, the first of the Heartbreakers, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Mm. 
Another one of those songs that I just like can't like too many memories of this music video being on and yeah. like, watching it in my basement, like coming to or going coming from something. Which is always on and it's and it's I don't know, it's just, it's like I get why people love the Eagles so much because like this sort of song. I do not. And, and <laughs> fuck the Eagles. But like I can, but like I can see someone thinking this song is kind of like for, you know, maybe not be digging this song, but I, I think it's I think it's fucking awesome. And plus, it's about weed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last dance with Mary Jane. Oh yeah. Come on. I am a lame dad. <laughs> one, one more time to kill the pain. Tom Petty liked marijuana. That's a thing. He seems to talk about it a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He, he wasn't like uh, Willie Nelson type of guy. Well, who is? Who among us is Willie Nelson? From Gainesville, Florida. He likes to smoke a joint and drink a few beers and, I don't know, look at the bats. <laughs> but to go, okay. Anyway, but to, to go back to the Tom Petty greatest hits album. That's how you know we are five hours into <laughs> Not only was that a point, but no one knew how to respond to that. <laughs> how many Tom Petty songs are secretly about bats? <laughs> well, free falling's a natural thing, right? I mean, there's some shit in there about vampires, for sure. <laughs> Crack the egg on him. Alright. <laughs> top 35, we're almost in the top third. Hell yeah. Tom Ants, number 35, another Smashing Pumpkin song, Tonight. Tonight. Yeah, this this is the obvious song, but it's a it's, it's a great song. Uh, a 1979 probably should have made my list. That, in hindsight, that's probably an, a, a, a mistake. But the the military beat with drums and the, you know, the sweeping orchestra, this is... He, he sought out to write a home run song with this one, like a, like an all-time epic historic song, and he pulled it off, which is a tough thing to do, and it uh, also has a badass music video. Yeah, this was on my list for a little bit. Yeah. But then... Like, like if you have to hold it up against 1979, I, I feel like, because it's just very similar. Yeah. And that one, to me, just is, is the one... Yeah. Fair enough. exactly what you said, but it could have been the other one. Yeah. Next up is a song Today, is a band that we've talked about uh, a, a handful of times tonight, has not made the list, will not make the list again, Unplugged Down in a Hole by Alice in Chains. Yeah. Uh, I did a specific audit of Alice in Chains to get him on here, and I, I couldn't get him in. I, I had four or five songs that at one point were... Uh, Contenders to make the list. This, this like the Nirvana unplugged album. Like I, I'm a big Alice in Chains fan, but I like the acoustic versions of all their songs better than the Electric Counterparts. Um, it's just such a dark, dark album. The unplugged, uh, unplugged album. You know, I'm not really a fan, but it, like, I, I remember when I was like a, a teenager and a little bit younger. Like Alice in Chains specifically, like made me feel bad when I listen to them. Like, I, I, I would listen to them and feel bad. Yeah, yeah this is a... And, and, like, I think that's exactly what they're going for. Oh, sure. So, like, sh- like, they're a great band, even though, I, like, I don't particularly like them. Like, I think they're achieving exactly the aesthetic that they're that they're looking for. Yeah. Hats off to them. Did you say pants off? Either one. I said hats off, but you can take it however you want to take it. Next up is a song I think we've talked about before. Shirts off. <laughs> the Replacements, Unsatisfied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's uh, on here. Higher on that, but I I thought about um, 
Is this our first overlap? No. No. I don't think so. Well, you, have, you have seven songs in common. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could have done uh, I Will Dare, I could have done Answering Machine, Bastards of Young, but um, I don't know, I picked this one. There you go. This next song I feel like might be one that makes people regret not adding to their list, I don't know. Return of the Mac, Mark Morrison. Maybe? Maybe not. Yeah. Just another really good party song. I feel like that's sort of like, there's a, there's a couple different vibes to this list. There's the yeah. Pacific Northwest of the early 90s vibe to this list. We've got the party songs that nobody's bothered by vibe, and we've got a couple other, but like, I feel like this is one of those where it just, that's you don't think about it, but then you remember, like, oh shit, man, this is a great song. It's got that Tom Tom Club sample. Is the Tom Tom Club not on anybody's list? No. Nope. That is going to be the theme song for the two Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks podcasts that we're going to do next year, though, so... That song. Are you doing a Tom Cruise combo Tom Hanks It's podcast? two podcasts, but it's the same... I'm alternating them, so it's basically the same thing, but different feeds. I like it. The Tom Tom Tom. Tom Toms. I'll also say, yeah, regarding the song, there's a Netflix... Uh, a Seth Rogen Netflix special that he did last year. Hilarity for Charity? Yes. And at the end... See it. And at the end... It's pretty funny. But at the end, uh, they bring out Post Malone, who, you know, whatever... Not Post Malone, but uh, Post Malone and Craig Robinson from The Office performed this song, and it is damn good. Well, Craig Robinson is remarkably talented, and and Post, you know, he can sing. He's got a he's got a cool voice. So. Do you guys like Hot Tub Time Machine? No, no. You don't like that fucking. No. What do you think of that movie? I don't know that I've ever seen it. You don't need to. I, no, you, no, you do need to. It's really, it's really funny. I do love Clark Duke. It's really, if you love, my brother fucking loves Clark Duke too. It's weird. I, I, I don't get, I don't get that guy. But, but, uh, who the fuck is the ball? Rob Corddry is really funny in it, and John Cusack's the main guy. So it's like, but my favorite like whole concept from it is is that Craig Robinson's also in it, and they go. I won't spoil anything to tell you that they go back in time. The fucking point of the movie, but like. His whole thing of going back in time is pretending to write all these like hits from now. <laughs> so he just goes back in time and he's like, "This is the other one I wrote." And it's like, "Let's get retarded." And he's like super famous for like for pretending to write like you know like fucking Black Eyed Peas songs. It's really it, don't listen to these guys. That movie's fucking hilarious, and so is two. They're both good. I'll watch it. <laughs> all right. First and only appearance on this list, number thirty-one, Deftones, "Be Quiet and Dry, Far Away." Uh, they're the best of the new metal bands. I mean, that's not a high bar to clear. But they they had, like, that the metal sound, but also, like, kind of a new wavy... System of a Down? They're better than System of a Down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a dog in my no part. Sorry, it's not mine. Uh, Chino's got a great voice. Um, they just had a different vibe to them. They were, they were like, that new wave kind of gothy, cure sound with the new metal... Um, this song's got, I love the way it's produced, it's got a lot of, like, space in it. Um, Remember when they kept covering Weezer songs? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. That was pretty cool. Fugazi? No, Deftones. So the, the vocals, like, the vocals covering, are coming covering in Covering Weezer songs? <laughs> Fugazi covering Weezer songs. Sorry, Tom, say what you were saying. No, I just love, I love that, like, he's got this... He's got like a crooning kind of voice behind the brutality of this music. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got a good voice. Yeah. I like it. 
Moving now to Bob, number 35, someone we talked about, the solo and as a group. We've got Morrissey with Every Day is Like Sunday. Uh, like I said, I love Morrissey. I like this song because it's like kind of about getting blown up by an atomic bomb. Um, it's definitely the best of his solo stuff, but I think better than all of the Smiths stuff, too. Um, and you can also hear Colin Malay cover on his weird uh, uh, Colin Malay covers Morrissey album. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this album rules, and it, it's it's part of it is that specificity in lyrics to to like to the situation. It's very it's very good. I think everyone should listen to it if you like Morrissey. I can see how he can sound like a whiny dick. Let's go on to <laughs> Doo-Wop, That Thing by Lauren Hill. This will show up on Mance's list in a little while. Lauren Hill, who I am Crossover. going to uh, suggest here, is the most underrated rapper of all time. Nobody ranks Lauren Hill on any of their top looks rappers' like lists. Mance would want to agree with you, but he's too busy mouthing along to the, to the oohs and ahs of the beginning. <laughs> well, also, also, I think she's underrated as a rapper because people think of her as a singer. Yeah. That, right, no, it's, that's on but she's she's like one of the people, one of the few people who can do both and is like incredible at both. I'm Nina Simone defecating on your microphone. Yeah, and I think she she also created this paradigm that is unfortunate, which says that like female rappers have to sing as well, because like you get a, a lot of female rappers end up singing on their records, and most people are not Lauren Hill. So you know she she's also the best Fuji, which says a lot because yeah. they're. Three incredibly talented people. Uh, we'll see more of Lauren Hill later. Yeah. Next up, this is a. Uh, is this? I think it's a one-hit wonder. I think it's very yeah. also inextricably, inextricable, whatever the word is. Inextricable. Inextricably linked to a movie. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. Sure. Yeah, I feel a little bit cheesy. With uh, I took this song off today. Yeah. Had yeah. it on today. I wanted to put this song on. Yeah, so then this is a little too high for you guys. No, I had it like this high. I, I took it like from my 30s to off. Um, it's a, I, I think it's, it has a sense, I, I, I think that the 80s and 90s, the 90s more than the 80s, like sort of walked away from epic things, mm-hmm. and this song like really embraces the idea yeah. of, of being being epic. And the chorus, which I don't even, is it I can change or I can't change? Either way, is heartbreaking to me. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard his aunt. I thought can't. it was aunt. But again, that's the 90s angst. No, no change, like, I can't no, change. Yeah, no, I can't change. No change, I can't change. I can't change. I can't change. I can't change. Yeah, it's very sad, right? Yeah. Um, Did they lose any points for just being a straight ripoff? No, of I don't that care. Fucking, I don't, I don't care about that. Because I, lo- I really like just that track on its own, too. And it sort of sapped a little bit of the song, this song for me. Just I don't know. Like, I like a million hip-hop songs that are just no, like I totally get some it. other things. I get it. Um, <clears throat> this next song... Apologies again to Matt for ripping one off from very high up on his list. Opening chord, he's gonna give it away. Sure. Mm. Say it ain't so by Weezer. Um, so this first Weezer song. Yeah. I want to say that there are actually three Weezer songs that were not this song that were originally on the list because I wanted to like represent Weezer, yeah. and it was Undone, which I think is like the most, yeah. the purest and best collaboration. Is that the sweater song? Yeah. yeah. The, the purest and best collaboration between uh, Matt and Rivers, and and it, that song is also funny. It has like a sense of humor to it, mm-hmm. and Butterfly, which I think is like the culmination of actually Rivers as a uh, as like a <laughs> lyricist. Big eyes there, Matt. 
<laughs> We've had a conversation about butterflies. It was a question in the tub. It was like you get a, you get a multiple you get like a multiple choice poll for the whole league, and it was just what's your favorite Weezer song? And there were just there weren't enough. There were literally like nineteen. You put nineteen or whatever. And it was every song of the first two albums that I was able to list as an option, except Butterfly. And I just put well, nobody's favorite song is Butterfly. But you were pissed that with Jamie. It wasn't an issue. Well, that's true. I did. Yeah, yeah you're right. I think Butterfly is is beautiful in a way that is uh, like and and personal in a way that was yeah. that was something that he did on those first two albums like sometimes. But that that song seems particularly like. I'm a dog and you're a bitch. Yeah, smell you on my hand for days. Yeah. Uh, like a very, uh, and, then, and then the third one um, was uh, uh, the world is turning left me here. But I think that this, like, because I think all of those songs do different things, and then th- this song kind of does all of those things at the same yeah. time. Like, and, and, yeah. and that's why that's why Butterfly to me like it couldn't be someone's favorite Weezer song because it's not what they do. It's that's, like it's it's like the best Rivers solo project. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that's I, I, I know that Matt will have more to say about this later then. So yeah. not the the first and only appearance on the list by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, Into My Arms. Yeah, I had to play this fucking song the other day at my dad's memorial service. Um I I don't know what to say about this song other than that it it breaks my heart. It is a it is like Nick Cave at his most vulnerable, which is rare for Nick Cave, right? He's like kind of a misanthrope in the in the Warren Zevon uh-huh. mold of things, and, and this song is just like him being uh, like very open <coughs> about wanting to like protect someone who is uh, in pain, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's all for for Nick Cave. That's it. Good funeral song though. Is this the only Nick Cave song in our lists? Yes. No red right hand out of anybody, huh? I, I that's not in my top ten. Nick Cave. I mean, he's I, I I I really love Nick Cave. I mean, there's all sorts of like all the songs on Murder Ballads. He's he's great. I love him. There we go. Matt, top thirty-five. Second, I think. Second song by this, this, band. This, by this yep. band. Final one also. Race for the prize. Flaming Lips. Right where they belong, I think. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five. Yeah. It's just like, uh, if, if you feel like you're standing on a tropical beach, but the sky is like, mm-hmm. is like space. I don't know, it's just like super fun. It's just super like cosmic in a, in a, in a sandy way. And then, that's perfect. Unlike, unlike being yeah. cosmic in a, in, a, in a, what did I say last time? A wooden way? A wood, in the woods, yeah. Yes, don't be cosmic in a wooden way. This is a cosmic in a sandy way. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, again, like, my one of my personal heroes in my life is Ernest Shackleton, and he, he's quoted as saying, he, he's, he led his men through an expedition to the South Pole where their ship was crushed by the ice, and they just, like, made their way back on a tiny little, like, raft after being there for a year throughout the winter, and, and his, his whole philosophy, he's like, you know, uh, he says, optimism is true moral courage. And I thought that was such a... It didn't make sense at first, but, like, I, I thought that was such a nice way to think about it. Like, in the face of everything that's fucked up, like, like, if you can be happy all the time, then you're a fucking... You're a hero. And I feel like that's what this song sounds like, and I feel like that's, like, Wayne Coyne's whole thing, where he's just like, 
you know, just, it's all fucked up and it's all so funny and fun. Like, just have fun and, like, keep your eye on the prize and, and just, like, remember to have fun. That's beautiful. That like makes me want to go listen to the Flaming Lips, right? Like what you just said. I, I'm not even a huge Flaming Lips fan, like, but but I'll say like this album and Yoshimi and and uh, At War for the Mystics, I think is one of the most underrated albums it's of the 2000s. Album. I fucking love almost every song on that album. But but yeah, this one just is so it's just so fun. Battling heroin addiction, bad time. But making it look like pretty fun. Bad yeah. time. Bad time. Bad time. Battle heroin addiction. Bad time. Bad time. Thumbs down heroin. <laughs> Next up, Roxy Music. More than this. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck yeah. Just just eighties uh, in a song. I had this on my list until the very last second. I should have kept it on. Just it just it, the, this whole era yeah. in a song. It's weird because it's like before our time, just by a little bit. But like, I feel like there's some kind of like aftershock of this vibe that I understand a little bit just because our parents were that like having us at this time. Yeah. Beautiful chorus. And just that '80s like, you know, uh, just sad pops. Like like, like you know, do well great because it's sad music, sad popular music that you can dance to. And like, so is this. Only they up the ante on like making it actually sound sad. Like it straight up sounds sad, but you still want to like kind of like dance to it with like. Yeah, this is real like uh, high school stuff. reunion. Music. Yeah, yeah. You make out to this song, cry to this song. Yeah. You could like just kind of like thrash to this song a little bit. Maybe not That's thrash. Like hop around. Hop around a little bit. Lost man. <laughs> we used to get we push the furniture out of the room, throw fucking. <laughs> The fucking Roxy music on stereo and just thrash the place. Next two songs from Matt, both ones we talked about already. Number Another three, one that this could be like, this could be the number one song. The Smiths, How Soon Is Now, and then right? Love It Up My Yeah. Yeah, yeah both of those two. Like, like I, when I hear that, every time I hear this song, maybe it should be a little higher. But like, I don't, I also don't really like the Smiths that much. So like it's just kind of a one-off song for me, <clears throat> which I guess holds it back. But if I was if way, if I was more into Morrissey, this would probably be like. Yes. I am the son. <laughs> you, 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 you cannot. You gotta is, have some that, kind of balls yeah. to fucking yeah. put this song out there. I am the son. I am the son, and I'm human, and I want to be like like just those two sentiments in the same song. You get why those motherfuckers are moping yeah. around in jackets and hair in their eyes <laughs> and shit. Like hard to deny. And then, mother and then, you, had, and then you had a guy with no shirt and fucking mad chest hair coming out and saying, just fucking, you know, be an idiot. Eat metal. You got anything to say about mother? Eat metal. Oh, the eat uh, metal? It's, it's cosmic, but in a metal. No, way. this is not cosmic. But I fucking love Danzig. And, uh... What is this song? Is he he's like like people complained about his lyrics and he's just like he's like fuck you fight me mother of children who like P- my pretty name. much yeah yeah that's a pretty like strange thing for a dude to do yeah like how how like weak will like I, I love Danzig so I'm not attacking him but how how like weak will do you have to be to just be like oh like your parents are telling you not to read not to not to listen to my music. Fuck you! I'm gonna write a song. Like a but dish, to be fair, it's a dish it, track it, of moms. Yeah, yeah. But, but what is it? 1988. Like that was like Nancy Reagan, like yeah. mothers against this all this shit. Yeah, like, I had this tape. I thought I had it when it first came out, but I must have been. I, 
I must not have gotten it until like '95. Yeah. Like, 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 I get it. I mean, like, he's an idiot. He's fucking stupid. But like, my biggest beef, like I said before, is just the way it's recorded. It's like, so there's like, you can't hear the bass, and it's just like, not that I wanted to ever re-record it, but uh, <laughs> just get Steve, uh, Steve Albania on it. Yeah. He would never fucking see me again. <laughs> <laughs> last song. Well, that guy doesn't have shit to say. I'm not wasting my time recording his fucking song. Last song of this grouping. First, and I mean, this is the only time nobody else, not on Matt's list, nobody on else has list. this song. Welcome to the Jungle. You just can't fuck with it. Like, roses. You know, again, I, I, I could totally see how it gets the uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit treatment. Mm-hmm. But, like, like, I feel like Smells Like Teen Spirit is not. Like I, I like so, I like so many Nirvana songs so much more. I think there's so many better songs that they've written. But like I think this song is so good that it might be their best song too and the most played one. Also, I mean track one, side one Come of, on. of yeah. the first Talk album. Talk about a mission statement. Yeah. And 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 again, like a vocal performance for all time. The, the vocal track on this is 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 fucking it shreds. Hip swinging, you can fucking and the video. Yeah, he's got that, 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 that hips. snake hip uh, dance in the video. Fucking shunna knees, like that is that's it. Yeah, I want to hear you scream. All right, guys, we are in the top thirty. Fuck yeah, ninety songs left. Some lap, some crossover, some don't. Oh shit! First wow. up, the Roots featuring Erica Badu. You got me, Mance number thirty. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, I totally agree with what you said about Lauren Hill being an underrated rapper. I feel the same way about Black Thought. Oh, yeah. Black yeah, Thought's yeah, an incredible awesome. rapper who's completely underrated. And uh, this album um, is, uh, Things Fall Apart is, is, in my opinion, their best album because it's their, it's the mix of that kind of, like, um, Soulquarian movement that, like, uh, them and Raphael uh, Sadiq and all those guys were part of. And, and like, the hip-hop side of it. And uh, Badu's got an awesome voice, and together her and Black Thought are great, and uh, Quest Beat uh, kicks ass now. Anything else on the Roots? I think that might be, this might be the only Roots song on the entire... I, don't, I, I, I like, almost had that Tyrone song on here, mm-hmm. Badu, but... Did anybody have the Seed 2.0 on their other... other that's going to work because I'm pushing it right? That's yeah. Is that their biggest lie. hit? That's probably their biggest yeah. hit, right? Yep. That's, that's weird. That is such a weird... That whole album great song, though. Yeah. Next up. Yeah. Very different. Cold of Personality by Living Color. And hey, we talked about this one. Yeah. That's the only one I knew was on your list somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a great song. I, I've, I've heard this on rock radio since the time I was, like, six. And I still love this song. I still think it's incredible. It encouraged me to wear a wetsuit fashionably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to these guys, uh, you know, for, for, uh, Vernon Reed's, an, like, uh, one of the best guitar players of the era. Uh, his voice is, is great. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a song that has stuck with me, and I love it as much now as I did when I was seven. Do they have other good stuff, or is it just this? I don't know. I think it's just this. Yeah. I have this album, and I'm yeah. really not I think really I tried to much. listen to other Living Color, and it's like, this is yeah. far and away the best song. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you don't need more than they, that. They left a tour with Guns N' Roses because of the song One in a Million. So almost canceled Guns N' Roses, did cancel Living Color. Yeah, uh, well, I mean... Also, ca- also colored, or canceled the show in Living Color with Jim Carrey. One in a Million 
The Rampage. Yeah, true. I don't know. What are we Wait, doing? the sketch comedy show? Yeah, I'm, I, I've lost the thread <laughs> here. Had, what? He's, do, he's doing jazz. He's just improving. <laughs> well, Living Color. Follow, in Living yes, Color. and. Yes, and. Yeah, but this was C-O-L-O-U-R, wasn't it? Yeah, it's yes. also not, it doesn't have the word in in it, but, you know, right. just stick with it. Next up, by Jim Eat was, World. Why did they spell it that way? Are these guys fucking from Canada or something? Jim <laughs> Eat World. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jim Eat World. James Eat World. For me, this uh, is yeah, heaven. Yeah, this is my my emo side. This is one of my favorite albums of all time. Clarity? Is this Clarity? Yeah, this is Clarity. I know you guys uh, pro- are... Would this is your like, top band of all time, right? No, but but one of my top albums. This is really the only album by them that I that I really like. I like Bleed American. Uh, Bleed American's a good album too, but but this That's is their, the middle on it. Yeah, yeah, this is their like that was def- banned after nine def- eleven. Defining statement. Yeah, they they made it a self titled album. Americans uh, don't bleed, motherfucker. Fuck you. I think this is an album that gets better uh, with time. I think it sounds a lot better now than it did when it came out. I think it's in, it's influenced a, a whole generation of bands. A whole generation of really good bands, and just I think it's just an underrated album. It's got great instrumentation, really good songwriting. So here is the next song. I'm gonna have to apologize to both Bob and Matt for taking the wind out of their sails. This is another one of the three song crossovers. Talking Heads, this must be the place. Oh, I figured this was gonna be. This is number thirty or 20, twenty-seven for Mance. Very, very, very high. Both of the guys. Uh, I'll let I'll let one of the other guys talk about it. I, I'll just say I just love the vibe. I just love I love the, the the air in it. It sounds like it's got like a breeze flowing through it. It's David Byrne his lyrical best too. All right, we'll skip it for now because we'll come back in a big way later. Last one in this grouping: Interstate Love Song by STP. Yeah, I think you called this the Freebird. No, you called it the Freebird. No, you called it. You called it. Or you both called it. I mean, Freebird is the Freebird of our time. <laughs> this is just this is a good ass rock song. I don't know. In hindsight, I, I probably would have put this lower. Uh, I probably should have put this lower. But uh, it, I, I feel like out of all of the rock songs from the '90s, like this is probably going to be the one that that you'll hear in drunken bar sing-alongs for the rest of our lives. Hmm. I don't think I ever hear this song, like, anymore. Really? In public. Yeah. Do you, do you hear any STP songs in public anymore? Not really, right? Well, maybe, maybe like, R-M-R-M. I'll hear that on the radio really? every now and again. Yeah, or, or like... Uh, more than this? Yeah. I would think that sex type thing. Vaseline's probably up there too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vas- Vaseline almost made my list as well. Interstate love song, or no? Sex type thing. I think sex type thing is a song that plays differently in these, in oh, these yeah. times. Yes. Yeah. This song to me is kind of like Silverchair in, in that like it just didn't it, it didn't come out of the era intact for me. Like I, like, I dig it a lot and I loved it when like, I loved it when it was on all it was ha- happening, but it just didn't like. Maybe, I think it's just, I think I think it's because of the types of like bands that came out in the wake of him and the way he sings mm-hmm. and like kind of like uh, Alice in Chains too like all that Creed shit was like all yeah. like all that like yeah. now that just doesn't like yeah he's the, he's the, he's the sh- victim of shittier yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that sucks for them but like yeah I mean then I'm Nirvana too man yeah, you can't let that but it, like, it, like, it, like it didn't happen to Nirvana to me as far as much, like it didn't. Nirvana's profile isn't lowered because I feel like Nirvana wrote a lot better songs. Yeah. Like 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 SCP, are they like 
Are there any good SCP lyrics? Yeah, I don't and know. The lyrics of this song aren't good. No, They're memorable at least. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say in their in their favor is that they, out of all those bands, evolved from album to album, at least on the first three albums, in ways that none of the other ones did. And that the first one was like a very like kind of paint by numbers grunge, you know, Seattle album, even though they weren't a Seattle band. And then uh, you know. The second album, Purple, had more of a like classic rock Led Zeppelin influence, and then they became like a glam rock Bowie band on Tiny Music, um, and they all sounded great. That's a pretty impressive. Also, team. I think I think of that era. I think Wyland is, at, and you can you might be able to make a Cornell argument here, but but Wyland is. I, I think, like Chris I Cornell. Think, I think might best, he might be able to make a Cornell argument? I, I think I think he's the best, most charismatic frontman and the best showman. Of all no, I, I think that definitely like, goes to like as, as far as yeah. a live. Yeah, artist. Is I mean, I I know a dude who thinks Scott Wilde is like the greatest rock and roll man of all time, and like I, I assume there's a lot of people who feel that way. And we did the mudslide stuff to, to him and, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers, yeah. yeah, yeah, a band that didn't is fucking nowhere near my list. Oh, that's true. Any on your list? No, but 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 there were a couple songs in contention. So a we so- talked all the way through Interstate Love Song. We did yeah. a song that is very, or a band that is very clearly on all of your lists a whole lot. Is this for me, Bob, number thirty, be mine, REM, New Adventures in Hi-Fi. Wow, <laughs> oh, REM. Um, yeah, New Adventures in Hi-Fi. I, I this uh, I, I came uh, by this song by thinking that it was a Radiohead song because there is a version of this song that Tom York sings. I downloaded it on Napster, and and I couldn't find it. I did internet sleuthing, found out it was an REM song. Went to Soundwave, bought this album, and uh, so this song is my real entry point into REM. Wait, this isn't Tom York singing? This is is REM song. That doesn't sound like Michael Stipe. And and the the guitar is kind of early Radiohead. Uh Totally. And uh, which means that you know Radiohead is you know they're they're I think they take a lot from this REM. Yep. It just fucking rules. This song is awesome, and this song I don't think sh- really shows up on anybody's REM lists when they when they talk about like what their favorite REM songs are, which is a shame because I think it's a, uh, I think it's awesome. That's great. Yeah. Next up is the first of two appearances by this one guy who will be Matt's first song in the next batch: "Suicidal Thoughts" in Drake's B.I.G. Uh, I think that uh, Biggie is a great lyricist, and this song is really dark, and it's dark in a way that I. Uh, is like introspective a way that a lot of songs weren't at the time and uh, you know it's about you know having emotional problems and shit like that which is uh, not necessarily typical of hip hop right mm-hmm. like most of this it's, it's not like braggadocio right it's like you know talking about how much you suck and how much you hate your life <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> Next up, suicidal thoughts. Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five White Lines. Oh shit! Twenty-eight. I mean, just this beginning, right? Yeah. Man. The shit. I mean, I, there, I, I, it's possible that someone else in here has the message. As a... no, I think this is the only Flash. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, this is on here. early political hip hop. Um, and it sounds dated, kind of. I mean, it's definitely of an era, 
but I think it's sort of undeniable. Right? This is an undeniable song, right? Yeah. Alright. Um, Alright, next up, another one of the... We're, there's a chance that this, like, most of this album is like just evenly dispersed across all your lists. <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. <laughs> uh, it's a, 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 Paradise City is a song that I understand. Like, I, I have the same thing with this that Matt has with, uh, with Welcome to the Jungle. Um, I think it's it's possible that people are sick of this song. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> it, passes, it passes the car test in a way that very few <laughs> songs do. Uh, turn this up real loud and drive real fast. Uh, put the windows down. Um, Slash is so fucking awesome on this song. Uh, it doesn't sound... It doesn't really sound like other stuff from that era. It's... it's uh, The lyrics are really weird. Like a bit, like very bizarre. Uh, the structure's pretty weird too. Like this. Yeah. And I remember on when when Slash was on Howard Stern one time, he said, "I thought that was gay." Uh, take me down to the Paradise City where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. I wanted the lyrics to be, "Take me down to Paradise City where the girls are fat and they got big titties." <laughs> <laughs> Much uh, different song. Much, much different song. Think about Guns N' Roses' legacy. <laughs> is this song still a hit? <laughs> or does this cancel Guns N' Roses? No. no, no. I don't think. I don't think the song's a hit. Those are the lyrics, though. All right. Next up, twenty-six for Bob. Your mouth into mine by Black. Your mouth into mine. Solo Black Francis. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this song. It is uh, very nineties. It's that's that's super Black Francis right going hey in the, in the beginning mm-hmm. song. Uh, it's just a solid rock song. Cool. Sounds like Kids in the Hall. Yeah, could be Kids in the Hall. All right, now Matt, your top thirty. You already sort of teased this. Hypnotize. No, I just I, I would I would notorious the IG number thirty yeah. for you. This song was wedged into my completed list because I was like ah, I got pop on this thing this is embarrassing so like I listened through and I was like well of the Biggie songs that make me the happiest when they come on in the club like I just love the fucking beat um, like the just the like it's so fucking like slinky I like that you went in sort of like the exact opposite direction as I did on on Biggie because I also like earlier version of this that Juicy on it which is all, the opposite of suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. right and and so like you get those those two sides of it yeah yeah this song just it seems like like it's, it's not just about being awesome it's just fucking like you, there could be no lyrics and you'd be like oh that guy's cool like that guy's the best rapper he said nothing the whole time <laughs> dumb it's just fucking menacing and fucking like at the same time, I love it. So what you say is that people would look at this song and say that this is where it's at. Yeah, damn right. Huh. Beck, where it's at. Odalay. Also one 29. of my favorite lyrics of the era. Bottles and cans, just clap your hands and just clap your hands. Like that. Because I've had this conversation with Lisa before. <laughs> like recycling only got popular in the <laughs> 90s, right? <laughs> Remember being a kid and people being like, ah, fuck it, like, fuck, like, wait, like when recycling, it, was it just that we went to school and it was like that's the part of school where you learn about recycling? I, like, I don't think so. I think it was like, all right, in this country, 
or at least here now, we do this thing called recycling. And you take yeah. your, you take mm -hmm. your things that can be reused. So like, it was the Al Gore, I think. Yeah, right. It was the a environmental. Start, like, yeah. Don't you know? Start to think about it. Was the, the Al Gore? <laughs> the Al Gore effect. I meant, oh, okay. I meant to add the effect at the end. Al Gore. Yeah. So this no. is an Al Gore rhythm. I remember this is an algorithm by Team Discovery. Channel. By Team Discovery Channel. Shout out D. Well, three. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom and I are the other members of that. Yeah. Band. No, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know that. Bob, 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 Bob's <laughs> role in that band was naming the songs. Yeah, yeah. He was a you, band member. You came member. up with Yeah, and 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 I named the, and I named the songs and uh, and you play drums, right? I play drums. And don't and play guitar and sing. Yeah. I didn't do anything else. You're the Bernie Taupin of the group. Yeah. As I am in most groups. I like to think of myself as the Bernie Toppin of this group. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Beck is the guy. He's fucking, he's the guy. That also, he invented recycling. So, <laughs> <laughs> how do you not love him? Maybe so you could say, this song was funded by the government. <laughs> you could say that when he wanted to recycle, he wanted to be starting something. Third Michael Jackson song. Strong enough. Thriller, again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, this is because you can't put anything from off the wall on this list. Yeah. So this is this is off the wall <coughs> here in spirit. Cool. Everyone knows this song. This uh, next one is the one that. Another this is the one that uh, took took me took me the like clears path in. This is the one that I heard, and I was just like, "Yep, there it is." I'll listen to all that. Do all that every day. Silence Kid by Pavement. Silent Kid. Well, yeah, it's that stupid Malcolmus shit where it's called it's called Silence Kid, and like the lyrics are Silent Kid or right. Silence Kit, like right. like just all that stupid like like not quite the same <laughs> word shit that they do. But like that's what I love about like especially like the way they name uh, songs and like all those like reissues they did. Like, you know, like, sordid sentinels mm -hmm. and just, like, weird wordplay shit. I, I love it. It's pretty, it's funny. But my favorite sh thing about Pavement is uh, how sloppy the drumming is. Because I was, I was like, I just got my drum set back then, and, and, and like, I just, I was like, oh, you can just play, like, you can just feel lazy and do it, like, slow and sloppy, and it sounds really cool. And I was like, yeah, that's great. I invite him to try that hard. <laughs> like, it'd be good. <laughs> And I just love, like, there's a few fills. I don't even know if they're in this this particular song. But there's just a couple of fills in the first couple albums that are just, that are just slow, like, chicken, chicken. Just fucking, like, laziest drumming ever, and it sounds so cool. Last song in this grouping. Similar. Apologies to another one that's going to come up These later. These two bands really are, high for another, are hand another in hand person. in my heart. Weezer, the world is turning hand left in hand in my heart. Anything to say about this song, or are we gonna save it for later when it comes well, up I'll very high? Later, someone else. else has it higher, but I'll just say like uh, I'll be interested to see how this song is received in like twenty years. That's some of the best lyrics the Rivers mm -hmm. ever, yeah. ever wrote. Yeah. All right, back to Mance here for the top twenty-five. Number right. twenty-five. We got to find the song that we've talked about before. Top twenty-five. Bob had on his list before. Okay. Welcome back to Tub Talk. I'm your host. We should be doing this in the hot tub. Oh yeah. Uh, I, uh, the only thing I'll add to, to, to the only thing I'll add to Bob's uh, uh, analysis of the song is that it's a hip hop song that successfully pulls off a harmonica 
hoedown bridge. Yeah. Which is special. Very special. Also, Rosa Parks sued them over this song. I believe. Did she win? Really? I don't know. No, probably not. I don't know. Yeah, why could she? How could she win? I don't know. All right. Next song. Refused. Yeah, Bob. I'm surprised you don't have this on your list. Yeah, it, it made a lot of different uh, iterations of it, but it didn't, it didn't make the final. Uh, okay, so quick story. The first time I heard this song, I was homesick from school one day watching MTV in the middle of the day, and the VJ introduced it, uh, talking about how this band had, uh, it was the first single off their new album, The Shape of Punk to Come. And at the time, I was very into, big into punk, but I was into like the Epitaph records, like the Bad Religion and the Pennywise and all that stuff. So that was my idea of punk. And when this video came on, it like blew my fucking dick off because it is not at all what I had imagined whenever I thought of the word punk. But uh, it is just a ridiculously great album. And we broke a Bob and I broke a ceramic raccoon to this song in our dorm room. Throw that shit against the wall because yeah. we were so excited. Can I scream? Yeah. Next song this is. This part's weird though, isn't it? What? Oh, I can definitely see breaking ceramic squirrels to this, absolutely. Alright. Next song is uh, first and only by a band that we've talked about multiple times before Given the Fly, Pearl Jam. Off the Yields. Yeah, this is uh, Pearl Jam's best album. Uh. <laughs> Better than 10? Yes. I think people kind of lost track of them outside of, like, their diehard fans lost track of them after Vitology, and they just consider, like, the, those first two albums their best. I think Yield is their best. This is an awesome song. You know what that sounded like? Wait by my window, wait by my window, I see it there, I see it there. Like, isn't that a... a, a <coughs> oh. Filter? Yeah, you take my picture. My, yeah, it sounded just like that. that it's Right? Okay. Uh, I Maybe. I saw a filter of the Stone Pony. They had a technical difficulty in the middle of the set, left the stage for 25 minutes, and just let the stand. <laughs> Anyone got Hey Man Night's Shot? No. On this? no. Almost. Uh, no fun fact about, about Parks and Rec uh, it's canon that Andy Dwyer is Bud Dwyer's son. Oh, shit. No, that's not true. Come on. <laughs> you guys know who Bud Dwyer is? Yeah. Is oh, yeah. That's what about. Okay. Dil- Dylan showed me that video uh-huh. in college. Oh, yeah. Of a man shooting himself in the face. On national television, or local yeah. television. Next up is a song that Bob had on his last doo-wop, That Thing, is yeah. Lauren Hill. I got nothing to add. Lauren Hill is, is a queen. Yeah, she fucking... I don't know how to pronounce this next one, the Cigarro song. Star of Fleur. Star of Fleur. Wait, is that... That is in the 90s? Yeah, that's on their first album. That's 99, though? Ajidas Burgin, or however you're supposed to pronounce it. Wow, I thought that was 2000s for sure. But this is a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, Shout out to Life Aquatic for using it. I saw them on their first American tour, uh, because I discovered them via the uh, new artist uh, section on Audio Galaxy, a file-sharing site that was popular in the very late 90s. You know what I had noticed about this? I don't even make sense that I have obviously most of my music knowledge from video games. Mance seems to have most of his from movies starring Bill Murray. 
Lost in Translation. Sure. Lost in Translation. Life Aquatic. Caddyshack. Uh, I knew this. I, I knew this song. Ghostbusters. I knew the this song knew before. Does anybody have the Life Aquatic song on this? On this but, uh, Boston makes me feel good. But, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, you had an actual point to make. I, I didn't. I didn't hear this song through Life Aquatic, but they happen to use it in a really Boston makes me feel vibe. good. <laughs> Bob's number twenty-five. A band I've never heard of that feels in this era not okay. Tall dwarves. Tall dwarves. The brain Anybody? That wouldn't die. Anybody? Mm-hmm. No. Um, I forget this guy's name, but he was one of those. He, he's like big in that Elephant Six. Group. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Is it Ray Parker? Uh, Ray Parker Jr. No, no. Uh, it, that's the Ghostbusters guy, right? <laughs> Busting makes me feel good. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, tall dwarves. Um, I forget what happened to this guy. Something happened to him. He had a, he, but he needed a lot of uh, medical help not that long ago. And so a bunch of artists that I really like, like John Darnielle and Jeff Mangum and Elf Power and those guys, put together a compilation CD of cover songs of his stuff to raise money for him. And so that's how I discovered Tall Dwarves. Cool. Um, yeah, they're very they're they're a good band. This song rules. I mean, just listen to it. It sounds awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. The next song on your list, Bob, is one that I am sort of a little surprised that is only the only time that we have it on this list at all. Sonic Youth, Youth Against Fascism. Yeah. Uh, Black Robes and Swill, I Believe Anita Hill, That Judge Can Rot in Hell, feels, uh, I don't know, appropriate right for, for, <laughs> for, for the world. I, I remember th- wishing that uh, uh, Bernie Sanders would have used this as his like campaign song, but obviously that, that can't. Maybe Beto O'Rourke will. Yeah, well, he calls uh, 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 Thurston Moore refers to the president as a war pig fuck in this song. So uh, maybe he can. Yeah. This is not the last time we will see this band, but oh, another, thank God! Another I, in, in iteration. Blur, you're so great. This is uh, I don't know. This song makes me feel all the love in the world. It, it's like does, did it really does, go up after you saw? But Bob is Boston make you feel good. Boston makes me feel good. Um, this, yeah, this song is, I, I, it was, it was, uh, you know, like number 40 or 50 or something like that, and then I saw Graham Coxon live, and, and he played this song, and it was just like, I don't know, I love, this is basically a Graham Coxon solo song, even though it's on, it's a, you know, on a Blur album, but it's beautiful. You're so great and I love you, how can you, like... Uh, especially like because it's also a song about like being sad and shit so it's about like finding someone that can make you not feel shitty and uh, that's a beautiful sentiment and it's a one of the great Blur songs even though it's essentially a Graham Coxon solo track yep next up I I, I wonder if you have any more ween on your list because I would feel like I feel like there may be I'm gonna give a firm maybe to that next one is maybe my favorite song by the, the most popular artist on this list, continue to fill out this album first off Purple Rain. Let's go crazy. Talk Perfect. about opening salvo. Yeah, exactly. And it's also just a song that you can fucking dance to, man. Yeah. How or, do you... or dancing fuck to. Or dancing fuck to. Yeah. All dancing is fucking. Wait, that it got... is kind of in a way. Well, yeah, but. The other way around, too. All fucking is dancing. That, too. No, you've never seen me fuck. It's very arrhythmic. <laughs> and atonal. <laughs> but yeah, no, this, this one is great. I'm surprised that there... I mean, there's obviously a lot of Purple Rain on all your list, but I, don't, I haven't seen, I don't think, any in 1999. Yeah, what... Uh, That's got some of the funkier, deeper stuff, and then we got a lot off this album, but nothing off 1999. 
yeah, I like uh, after after Purple Rain. I think I like uh, uh, Parade. Dirty Minds is my number one Prince album. Yeah. And the last one. This is one that is close to our hearts for all the wrong reasons, guys. This draft. What band played our draft this year more than anything else? The Pogues. Yeah, Fairy Tale of New York, The Pogues. Oh, Bob. Is this my first and only Christmas song on the list? So far, yeah. I mean, so far. Because I, I didn't put All I Want for Christmas is You on there. But this song breaks my heart, man. I could have been someone while well, so could anyone. I, you know, it's about putting your dreams with someone and then, like, having those dreams die because you couldn't, like... It's very Christmas. Because you could have achieved them... Like, you think that you could have achieved your dreams solo, but, like, you tried to achieve them together, and so neither of you achieved anything? That's, like, terrifying. For a Christmas song. <laughs> terrifying for an any song. Yeah, but this song was, uh, beautiful, I think. Yeah. Because they still love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Christy, Christy McCall, right? That's the, that's her name? The girl singing on this? I don't know. I think that's her name. Yeah, man, this is, uh, I was, this was one of my last minute edits, um, because I realized that I had forgotten it, and it's, it's really, it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Breaking into Matt's top 25, you heard a little bit before, but I couldn't pause in time, I don't think it was recorded though, um, Metallica, the... Master of Puppets. Yeah. Just listen to this shit so much, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody. Just like the one. How so? <laughs> it's got all different kind of parts. It's the most bombastic one. It's the one people probably like, 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 like scat guitar too the most. I don't know what else to say. This is just it. I'm not that much up on my on my Metallica. I, I don't know Metallica as well as I should maybe. But is this before or after Cliff? This is Cliff. This yeah. is Cliff. Okay. This is Master Puppet. This is his last one. I guess, he, I guess the bus rolled over him when they were touring for this album. Yeah, it was Kill 'Em All and then this, right? Right, Lightning and then, and then this. this, right, right, right. Yeah, and then and Justice. One is Justice. Yeah. Can't hear him at all. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Just fucking didn't plug him in. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Next up, back to this guy, Tom Petty. You wrecked me. Yeah, yeah man. So this song. fucking song, like I didn't know, like I I loved Tom Petty my whole childhood, you know, loved it, and this song I only heard kind of recently. From uh, that band that I love, Wussy, they, yeah. they mentioned that this is the song they play like uh, when they just when they just need to remember how to like play a rock and roll song. This guy wrote from the band wrote a really good like, just like post obituary of Tom Petty and how like it influenced them and, and what different musical strains they like get into, but how he's just like has the ability to write the perfect succinct fucking melody and like message song and just like crank it out like while he's just like standing in like it's, in, it's, a, it's the ultimate bar, bar song like this is a fucking bar band song but it's just a piece of fucking like beautiful rock and roll it's awesome I don't think I know this song at all I don't know that I've ever heard this song before in my life oh man it's just fucking straight ahead I think like Tom Petty might is just like a huge blind spot for me yeah we all have them I have a lot like, like, I don't know, like, how you guys feel about Bruce Springsteen, but, like, I can't, I can't get into Bruce Springsteen, no matter how many fucking times I try, just from hearing every song played by every shitty bar band ever, and, like, for some reason, 
like, I, I get a, like, I get a big, like, I get the sense that what people love about Bruce Springsteen is like, that it sounds like this to them. Where they're just like, yeah, it's fucking, that's it, man, Bruce, Bruce song. That's my paint in the house music. But I just don't see. I see it for for this this fucking song specifically. I fucking love it. Well, I might see it for the next song, which I'm so glad that somebody put on there is Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Another one that that passed that that car test. Yeah. Flying colors. Very close to this. This very fucking close song. This fucking song rules. And what also is funny, it's another one where Lisa's like, I hate that song. And and, and I, was I don't like, like Lisa. Lisa I was like, yeah, but like. Like I can see how it's again the the smells like teen spirit thing. She's like, yeah, but especially as a female, she's like, do you understand? Like every time I ever went to like a softball game or like any kind of sporting <laughs> thing for like my team, they fucking played this song all the time. Like at every, t- she's just like, we don't want to have we're here to fucking play sport. Like, it was like a, like a, it was kind of like a, a sweet Caroline like, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Where you're just like, fuck I you for fucking this song up for me. And, like, I don't have that because I grew up as a boy. That's all men, let's take it back. This is our song now. <laughs> well, it, 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 yeah, that's how I feel. But, like, I, the, like having two daughters, too, I'm just like, I hope that, I hope, like, like I think Cindy Lauper is a fucking, like, awesome singer from the interviews I've seen with her and even from, like, the way she writes her music. Like, she seems super fun. And, again, like, very optimistic and just, like, like yeah, like, you know, fucking, like, push a guy over and then, like, you know, just fucking no, take no shit. And she seems like a tough... Fun person, and like, I hope my kids can be tough and fun, like Cindy Lauper. Uh, I I almost put time after time on my list. Different Cindy. What about True Colors? True Colors, anybody? That's also a great song. What about this song? This song sounds really interesting. Really cool way too. This is also you know how much I love the David Ehrlich year-end videos. He used this song a couple years ago. uh, Fury Road, right? Fury Road and Magic Mike XXL, and just like it was perfect. It just so good for whatever. Next up, the one and only appearance on this list, Fugazi, Waiting Room. Wow. I, I'm So Tired was almost on my list, which yeah. is not like a Fugazi song. I know, it's right, like, yeah. But I love that song so much. Me too. Yeah, this is just another just unimpeachable classic. I can't think about being like a teenager driving around in my Volvo in the summer and not listening to this song. I wonder if you also listen to the next one, which is... Again, continuing to fill out this album. Another not duplicate off Appetite. I mean, sweet chocolate. Unimpeachable. What the fuck are you gonna do with this? Yeah. <laughs> Same situation. Heard it a million times. But I mean, it's it's just it's they're just it's such a tightly crafted song. It's also like that I, riff. There's something that I that I love about this song is that it is pretty late in the album. Like, is it like the seventh? It's the ninth yeah. song, I think. Yeah. And it's also, like, it's a love song, and it's so much sweeter than everything that comes yeah. before it. So you have all of these songs, like, it doesn't seem like the same band that wrote It's So Easy, right. lyrically. Like, it doesn't seem like the, those visions would be possible from the same person. Uh, and it's such, it's such a sweet song. Yeah. Oh, here at the end of our fourth episode, I do have a correction to make. Because of the way that we, we not really correction, but because of the way that we, we typed it, the most popular, not really a surprise, the most popular artist on these lists is R.E.M., not Prince. Ten different R.E.M. instances. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're surprised. <laughs> it should be no surprise. Huh. How did that happen? The, the last six hours didn't prayer that one out. Uh, yeah, R.E.M. and Chris Cornell. All right, we'll be back next time, next episode for the final top 20. Where's GNR in that list, though? 
Check. You had something off of the GNR has, I believe, five. Five different songs, five total, five different ones. And I think there are, there's four off this, and then there's November Rain, so. And my world. <laughs> <laughs> 